0: Hi, this is Lori Jean Finella, singer-songwriter in Portland, Oregon, and I'm here a bit early with you this week to get out this week's podcast. It's only the beginning of the week, but Thanksgiving's coming up, and I've been tired from my COVID booster, which actually is sinking in pretty nicely. I'm not afraid to go out now to get a bite to eat with my son in Portland, so I get to walk around safely with him. So I'm all excited. I'm still gonna be very careful with the masks and only take it off when I eat. But um, I, I did feel pretty bad getting the shot and I got a little scared last night, feeling like my throat was a bit too sore. She had like a mixed vapor rub hollow feeling going down my throat and my chest. And I fell asleep on it, got up and I felt okay. So of course I take my CBD and hemp oil pills and stuff. No THC in the CBD. But um, justcbd.com, by the way, if you're looking for a place for good CBD that doesn't have THC in it, that's so important to me because I can't handle like heavy drugs. I have a brain injury. from. But um, yeah, I I seem to be doing okay, so I'm feeling confident. I know I have to stay in today and rest. Tomorrow I'll be getting ready for Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, fingers crossed that I stay on the healing path and I'm well enough to enjoy myself, because I'm definitely going out with my son, so, (laughs) but um, this podcast, I felt really close to women on the street, and how close I came to being on the street, and um, I know the first time it really hit me, I saw some women, you know, just normal women, if I can call them normal, quote-unquote normal, walking around where I live, downtown Portland, Southwest Side, and you know, there's some pretty areas, and not so pretty, but where I'm at I mean it's it's pretty nice and they would be walking around just you know with regular clothes and and you could tell they're people that probably just got off of work maybe like a, a short while ago and maybe they can't work anymore and they were homeless and I was just you know heartbroken and they were looking back at me like they weren't out there long because when someone's homeless and they're out there a long time you can tell they're very withdrawn into themselves because they've learned to put that shell up to survive out there and they weren't out there long because they were looking back at me as though you know uh letting me see their distressed face um as mild as it was but enough that i could read it woman to woman and i made some calls over to uh the offices of who's in charge, and I forget exactly where I ended up, but it was a kind of someone in charge of housing. And I wondered why there weren't enough houses, housing options for wind. Because I know a lot of these housing options, I mean, I certainly didn't have a lot of money a lot of money raising my son by myself, and I didn't want to live in a lot of these places. And I even sat down and spoke to my son when he was old enough, a juvenile, and I said, you know, how do you feel about these places? Do you want to go there? Because he knew we'd have more money. And he said, no, Mom. And I said, okay, that's it. You know, we'll never talk of it again. And, and it's tough. You give up things. I give up everything, and I tried to give him everything I had. But I didn't want him in a place where he would feel uncomfortable. And I already... You know my first thought is never go near some of these places and so that's where I was at these women of the safety factors and what they're in and maybe they were thinking that too maybe they had no options at the times it seems like these housing choices that you can afford are really long waiting lists and then there's horrible things that go on I know I just watched on the news uh, different things I won't mention what things I don't want to get that personal because um, I don't want to get hurt I've been there before mentioning too many things but I I noticed that in a lot of these places bad things happen to people and it really makes me sad and I just I worry about women and the options they have for food for shelter and you know, me kind of pouncing myself out there by my own choice, running from abuse, standing my own ground, not wanting my son to be around certain types of people, leaving myself vulnerable financially. I mean, I've seen a lot of these things. And, you know, though I have the choice to walk away, I suppose, and have less and it be a little bit harder on me and my son, sometimes I would take the choice and take these things. And being around these, these people and places, um, maybe not quite as bad as they could be, um, not only did I get close to some of these women, but I could just really see the stories and, and where they are and where they've been. And then I could see the amount of places to go to were really minimal that were safe. So I just, what came to me again to think about this was the fact that when I looked under retirement for, um, for Social Security, you have to work 35 years to get any kind of retirement from the government. I'm assu- I was just assuming if we all worked enough, we all get some kind of check. might not be big, but at least enough maybe to at least pay rent. And then if you get some kind of food somewhere, I mean, the main essentials, you know, you think in the United States of America, you're going to at least get your main essentials. Well, I mean, if you don't work, first of all, enough, you don't get anything. And then if you don't work 35 years it just goes down from there so i thought how many women have time to work 35 years i'm sorry about noise. how many women have the time to work 35 years dealing with men all over you not wanting you to work you might not want to marry that man you end up having the kids we're supposed to give the men what they want if we don't they get very upset especially when you're married And then you can't handle staying with them anymore. You've got to stay with them for 10 years to get maybe a minimal of something thrown at you. So these women are walking around. I mean, how many? We're not even talking about the abused women who have lost their whole lives. Their whole lives because not only can they not work, they haven't gotten anything, they're given their whole life to the kids. That's why a lot of these women are dying. And there was such a large number of women dying from from heart disease. And I couldn't understand, I'm trying to think, what are they eating? Well, you know, what's, what's going on? And, you know, I keep finding out more and more things, how you get autoimmune diseases just from being knocked around. You get brain damage from being pushed around. Even lightly, the men are thinking from there. And I don't really think these men want to permanently injure a woman now permanently injure her life. Yes, that's a whole nother topic. So coming from an abusive situation is really difficult because you, you can't work because you're hurting and you're trying to stay home with your children so they don't get hurt and by the time it's all over, uh, nobody wants you, you can't work, there's no way you can get in enough years to rely on Social Security retirement. So what do you do? I mean, even if you go to work later after your kids are raised and you, you've done all of this by yourself, you know, you've gotten up in the morning and you've, you've fed the kids, your clock is ticking, you know, you don't have a machine right there to check it. And I'm not even joking. I mean, this is really a job. This isn't where, okay, I feel like it's a job when I'm having to raise a kid because it feels really hard. Um, it really is a job. And I suppose, you know, someone might think, well, that that's way too much to ask for compensation for raising a child. But where would any of us be if we didn't have a mom raising us? I mean, where would the president be? Uh, you know, where where would anybody in charge be if they didn't have their moms? They wouldn't be in there able to make these decisions, able to, you know, make the choices that we have right now for a man to get full retirement when he works 35 years and he doesn't really have to worry about staying at home or not being at home and not getting any money that's on the books and and not having any pension from from working and that the government won't be there for him first off all the time and it's, it's just, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was in shock. I mean, I never looked. And I thought, 35 years, there is absolutely no way that many, many, many women can do that. And I think even on a general rule, if you're healthy and you didn't have kids... I mean, I know the paying the, the payment's supposed to be a lot less. I mean, I was doing pretty good when I worked in New York. I, I don't have any complaints. I can't say that I would be able to rely on Social Security retirement. Um, I mean, I suppose, you know, with me, it would have been climb out the ladder and get some kind of pension, stay somewhere permanently, which is what I was starting to work on before I was hurt. but. A lot of women don't really have that option. And and I don't know if if kids is the full factor in that or it's just the workplace is really difficult, but I really truly feel that it's an issue for a lot of women. Now, in my situation, I talk about schooling and education. Now, if you're not trained to get these higher-paying jobs, you're left at minimum wage or a bit higher. Now, you work your whole life, and then you you have to retire because people don't want to hire you anymore or however that works. Maybe you can only work part time. You're tired. You don't feel well. I mean, we know one out of three women, women's bodies have been abused in some way and they suffer die early or they just can't work to that extent. They should be number one, looked into women's body have women's bodies have more stress on them than than others uh, than men because It's just a factor in our life. All the things that our body goes through. So what ends up happening, these women only get 40% of what they've made. It automatically drops. Uh, That's what I read. And if you're already making hardly anything, and then you're bringing in half, how are you gonna pay rent? How are you gonna pay your bills? There's no pension at a lot of these companies that these women work for. And so all of a sudden you're homeless, working your whole life. And some of these women have even raised children. So it's like, okay, well, thank you. Thank you, but bye, we're done with you. And I just was uh, like swallowing this huge ball in my throat and body when I read all that and just everything coming around back to me, why these things are happening to women, why they're dying so early on top of the physical and emotional. Abuse is because we're not here for them. And I really don't think it's too much to ask for there to be a plan for a mom's retirement plan. And now, I think women in general, someone should be there for them. I think there should be more services. I think there should always be housing for women, safe housing. There should always be a safe place for them to go to get food. I think the essentials should always be there for them. But i don't i don't know how easy it would be to push on top of that without raising children or a child to be able to get a mom well i called it mom's retirement plan but to be able to get a woman's retirement plan without them quote unquote quote unquote working and Yeah. Honestly, I don't. And if there's a way, I hope somebody reaches me on that. But I was thinking mom's retirement plan, because there's definitely a lot less chance of a mom being able to not only put in the 35 years, but having the energy to be able to raise kids and put up with a man. And there's some nice men out there that um, we have our our differences. So there's always going to be that back and forth that's stressful, but then there's men just that aren't nice at all, and that makes it like twenty times harder. And even if we do put up with them and stay with them for the ten years, we're not going to get a whole lot back from it. Was what I had. What what I was reading is what I felt I was comprehending. So that's that's what hit me today, and I thought that um, I wrote a song. So cold outside, and I originally put it up for. Uh, The Homeless, the Occupy Movement. And I made a really nice video uh, for them. I think I ended up putting it back under under one of my Lori Fanella pages on YouTube. Um, I don't really work heavily with YouTube anymore, especially with that channel that I was using. But um, yeah, I, I thought that would be perfect. It's one of my first songs, and it was just, I was just getting into music, and I was just. In that kind of cold outside feeling, that, that was when I was really hurt the worst for my abuse and really being fingered upon as lying about abuse and really just trying to concentrate on healing physically and emotionally and not really what was going on around me. I knew that was the most important thing and the best for my son. So I, that's where I was at in my mind. I was so cold outside of everything and you can feel homeless really and be in a home too. So I could relate to to just really not having anywhere that I felt home inside of me, so I, I thought to leave that here. And then, like I said once again, I'm, I'm a little, still a little tired to record a new song. Though I did write a new song. If you follow me, um, over at my website loriejefanola.com, and I'm really proud of it. It's called Slow Down. It's really cute. I wonder if I have any other words here. It ends up saying, Slow down, honey. Don't worry. Uh, if I get if I'm getting this right, I'll tell you what I want you to do and it's kind of like we're always in a hurry and I don't want to intimidate you and which I thought was really cool because I, I think it's so sexy to have that intimidating feeling over a man, though you also want to have that that uh, that warmth with that fire, which is way down secondary to me. but um, I just think it's, it's really neat, you know, so it's a little hot, it's a little loving and I'm really, really happy with it. So I'm going to really try hard to work on that next. And, uh, I know they're not giving out as many Thanksgiving things to share. I was really surprised in Portland how, how small the amount was that they, I saw that they were given out, um, on YouTube when they do little clips of the news uh, yesterday or the day before, I think it was yesterday, I was really surprised how much they really don't have to give out out there. So I heard we're supposed to get another stimulus check. I don't know if we do, you know, my hat's off to Joe Biden, because the holidays would certainly be a time where we don't have a whole lot of food out there. And the price increases are really going up all over the stores and we're running out of things fast when you need to buy something they only have so much that they put out there now it's just we're really strapped a little bit so where everything's going to be a lot less that's being given out this year I think that would be really a kind thing but so I I just hope that your Thanksgiving's going to be wonderful I'm going to keep trying to heal and keep trying to be here to uh, spread my love and joy and messages and information and I just hope that that there's a woman out there that's homeless or having a hard time and really trying to think of what she's going to do when it comes up and her retirement kicks in and she just doesn't have anything and she's, you know, left alone and on the street. I just pray that somehow a miracle happens and you know, somehow, uh, things come up and I really want to see a change. I definitely want to see, and I'm not even joking around. I definitely want to see a woman's retirement, a mom's retirement plan. Um, I already uh, tweeted that at my Lori Fenella Twitter. I tagged Joe Biden and his team, Camilla to Camilla. If I say her name right, K-A-M-A-L-A, who is the vice president. And I really, I really do hope that, um, that they take me serious because I am serious and as long as I can I really want to try to fight for that change because I I really think we deserve it and I think if men can work in the workplace and be compensated I think that women should be compensated for working at home raising the children and it has nothing to do with feminism um you know marching and trying to get equal rights it's just a fact that someone has to do the manual labor of that. And as much as we might love it more or some love it less, it's something that has to be done, or we can't evolve on this planet and this earth. So, I mean, let's let's compensate these people for this, really. So take care. God bless, Lord. Sing a song right there.